Hey, welcome to Widowed Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro, and I am all by myself. Michelle is out of town, so um, I'm just testing this out, and um, hopefully I'm recording right now. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Michelle usually uh, handles all of this side of things. I just show up, and she starts pushing buttons, and I just start talking, so... Um, Either I'm sitting here talking to myself right now, which <laughs> would be kind of funny too, um, but that would only be funny for me. So let's hope I'm recording. So I just wanted to um, bring you guys some content today. Just, uh, you know, it's been very hard for Michelle and I to coordinate and, um, you know, we're both kind of doing things. It's, it's summer and, you know, she's starting a new job, as she mentioned, and, um, you know, my kids just restarted school again and. So, you know, it's just been a little difficult for us to line our times up. Plus, also, probably the biggest one is we're in different time zones now. Um, we used to both be on the West Coast of the United States, and now I'm on the East Coast of the United States. So we have a three-hour uh, time difference. So, you know, and that's <laughs> that's caused some confusion where we both have um, been sitting there waiting on the computer for the other one to show up when... Um, is actually, you know, I mentioned to her, like, hey, let's do it at noon. And, you know, I meant three in the afternoon, you know, whatever, you get you get what I'm saying. Um, so anyways, uh, somebody had reached out to us, and I'm gonna keep their info private. But it got me thinking. Um, so this person was reaching out on behalf of um, her daughter. And, uh, you know, her daughter has, you know, her daughter is part of our group here and um just you know wanted some some general information and you know I'm, I'm trying to be vague on purpose but um real sweet real sweet person and um just you know wants the best and so it got me thinking like gosh it, it sure would be nice if we could tell people um, what we wanted them to hear um how we wanted people to uh, like the things that we want people to understand. So um, I'm titling this episode, the things we wish people knew um, because it is hard, right? It's like, there's so many things that you just, you wish people understood without them having to actually experience this. Um, and I think about that all the time. And I do, I do have a few friends that are really, really great at this. Um my friend Chris is just a really, really good friend. And um, he, I don't know, he just like instinctively knows how to act around me. He's never been weird around me um, like many others have. He never acted differently around me once Lacey died. I mean, of course, there was a, a lull where we didn't really know what to say to each other, but um, that was everybody at that point in my life. Um, but you know, he's just, he's never been awkward or weird. He's never said strange things or never been afraid to talk about Lacey or just, you know, he's been really solid. Also my, my friend, Jeremy, um, and I'm trying, I, I try really hard to, to say Jeremy correctly because, um, for years I called him Jeremy, like, you know, like you get, uh, germs on your hands and you got to wash them. So he finally corrected me. And after years and years of being friends, he said, it's Jeremy. And I said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he said, say it. And I said, Jeremy. <laughs> and then he said, Jeremy. I was like, it's, it's the same thing. We're saying the same thing. He's like, no, we're not. So finally I understood. So now you'll hear me trying really hard to punch it 
Jeremy. Um, and that's why I say it like that. Anyways, so some of the things that we wish people knew. Um, for me, you know, it's it's interesting because it it's hard to lose anybody, right? It's really it's really hard and, and heartbreaking and sad and devastating in most circumstances. I have a friend who um, lost his daughter and that's devastating, of course. And so, you know, I don't, uh, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to take anything away from that because um, my heart breaks for him um, all the time. Whenever I think about it, my heart truly breaks for him. Um, but the thing that, I wish people really understood is, is how alone you are. You become so alone that like for them, it's like, yeah, we know you're alone, but like they don't process. I don't think they process it. Like you, that, that person, your husband, your wife, that was the person you went to. If you were having a hard day, if you were sad about something, if, if you didn't know what to do in this situation, you needed advice, you needed counsel. This is the person you went to. Now, at the moment of your life where you need them more than anybody or anything else, more than you've ever needed them before, they're not there. You're alone. And so it is different to be widowed than it is to lose someone and I, I really want to be careful on this because I don't want to sound like I'm downplaying I'm not saying it's harder to be widowed I'm saying it's different and that is a, a careful distinct a distinction that I'm trying to make because um, I, I know many people who have lost um, loved ones that are not their spouse and um, I would never try to take anything away from it being a friend uh, a child um, a parent uh, any of those things, um, I would never try to take it away from them. That being said, it is different because if you are a husband and wife and you lose your child, you have that support from one another. You're going through it together. You're grieving the same person together. Even us in this widowed community, um, we, we can relate to one another a lot, but the problem is we're not grieving the same person. Um, if I'm talking to, um, my girlfriend, um, mystery girl about grief, um, you know, it's, it's of course wonderful and it's amazing to have somebody to talk to again. Um, but you know, it's, it's, how can I say this? It's, we really have to be careful to, or mindful rather to, to truly be there for the other one. Um, because if she's talking about her grief, I might be tempted to relate with my own grief um, and vice versa. So that's why I have found it, um, you know, very helpful at times to talk about these things with my mother-in-law because we are grieving the same person. Um, but so anyways, I, I just, I wanted to like, you know, that's something that like, I want people to know that like, it's it's very different because you you lost your person that you go to that you're you're the person that you trust with everything is gone 
and now you know there's very much this this feeling of of having to learn who you are again also when when you lose um a parent or you lose a child or a friend they don't necessarily go through that same they're going through their own battle that they could you know tell me about how hard their their battle is and i i would understand especially like for me i i can really um empathize with losing a child that's horrible um and uh so it's not it's not to to take anything away from that but it's just it's very different because you're you're a different person now you're you're not you know for me it was i was mark and lacy i was part of mark and lacy and now it's just mark and that that was like weird and and i was relearning everything you you have you have to learn everything again you have to learn how to do life you have to learn how to do the things with the kids that that her you know i have to learn how to be strong where she was strong and honestly that the reality is i just try my best um because she was so brilliant and so gifted at so many things um that you know i can't i can't possibly um you know make up for what the void she left um she was just such an amazing incredible woman and she was so gifted and so talented um and those were her gifts those are not my gifts i'm just trying my best to um you know to be that thing that my kids don't have anymore um you know also it's so it is it is different than losing someone um and and also i, I find it interesting that some people and i've heard i've heard more stories than have experienced this um they're very uncomfortable um about you dating and you might be in the very beginning stages and not even thinking about dating again but you know the reality is is i i can see the ages of our audience most of you um if that's your choice but most of you will um date and get married again um you know of course if that's what you want but i just mean based off of you know your age and and it doesn't even have to be eight i know i know a guy that's 82 um that lost his wife and um met a, met a lady and um was really sweet he called her his lady friend um and you know because i'm sure at 82 it feels weird to say my girlfriend um but they they were talking about um getting married and unfortunately she also passed away um and so they didn't do that but so it, i guess it doesn't matter what your age is but just saying that you know most of us in, in our 40s 50s even 60s they're still pretty young i mean even in your 60s you're, you're very very likely to be spending at least 20 years with somebody that's a great chunk of time you know um and we don't want to spend our time alone so um but it's interesting that when you make that decision to start dating again um so many people seem to think their opinion matters on what you should be doing and that it's weird for them to see you with someone else and i get it, it, it you know it it is weird for them to see you with someone else but what i feel in my heart is like that should be kept to yourself because i've been dealing with a lot of weirdness and a lot of discomfort for years 
Um, and so if I've found something that makes me happy, um, again, after a season of darkness that, you know, most people, um, can't really wrap their head around the darkness that you or I feel the, the loneliness, the, um, just the, that terrible, empty, like, I can't believe this is my reality feeling that just covers you and engulfs you. And just, it's so overwhelming. And I know you, I know you're listening, you know what I'm talking about, that, that feeling of like, this cannot be real. Oh my gosh, it is real. And it just hits you hard. Um, and so we've been dealing with that. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't need to hear your opinion that this is like weird for you. Um, because it's weird for me too. I didn't choose this, you know, that's, and it, I'm, I'm mostly applying, I'm just speaking generally. I haven't really experienced this. Um, I've, but I have, you know, being involved in this community, uh, I have heard many, many people tell me some crazy stories, you know, that, uh, you know, in-laws tried to take their life insurance and, um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm sure with the size of the audience we have that many of you listening have been through some of those crazy things. And so I'm, you know, terribly sorry about that. And I just, I know, you know what I'm talking about. I know there's some people in here that really relate and understand to the, like, because with the dating thing for me, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like, I know it's, I know it's weird because I was with the same person for almost 20 years and I was crazy in love with her and she was everything I wanted. And then she was gone. And so you're like learning to accept that. And yeah, it's really uncomfortable for us, but like hearing kind of things by the wayside about like, Oh, you know, he shouldn't be dating or she shouldn't be dating or this or that. It just kind of makes me, I, I want to like call people out on it. Like from the stories I've heard, it's like, I would like to talk to that person and say, okay, how long do you think that she should be grieving? How long would it, if like, what would make you comfortable? I mean, I know let's just, you know, she's the one that's been going through everything. She's the one that's experienced the traumatic loss and the pain of being widowed. But you as the friend, as the bystander who wants to, you know, point inside and say, hey, I don't think you should be doing this. I think it's too soon. Um, we had somebody reach out and send us a message and say, um, if you're dating again already, then you didn't love your husband. And clearly that was addressed to Michelle because I don't have a husband. Um, but I was, man, it took me. To be honest with you, um, I had some really nasty messages typed back and uh, I just kept deleting them and deleting them and starting over and starting over until I could say something that was, um, you know, that I didn't feel like a big jerk for saying. But that really upset me because um, what a terrible thing to say, like to just go out of your way to send us a message to say, like, if you're dating again, it means you didn't love your husband. Like what a nasty horrible thing to say to somebody who's been through this. And so it's, you know, getting back to my point. Okay, well, how long would it be? How long should I grieve? How long would you like me to grieve before you feel more comfortable 
about me dating? Do you want me to be depressed and bitter and lonely and um, desperate for a better life for five years? Um, you know, I, I would I would like to think that uh, you would want me to find happiness now. Um, anyways, I'm kind of all over the place with this um, because I have a lot of thoughts in my head. And so, you know, usually I have Michelle to bounce ideas off <laughs> and sort of, you know, filter each other. So this is a little, this, you know, this is Mark thoughts. Welcome to the mind of Mark. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. And I still, I still don't even know if I'm recording, but I'm at 16 minutes right now of um, not knowing if I'm doing this right, but whatever, we'll see. If anything, I'm giving myself a little uh, therapy, talking to myself, but, um, you know, time. Um, so anyways, you know, but the thing I want to stress, because you can, you can obviously hear that this, this topic like agitates me because I know of a lot of widows who've gotten a lot of flack from people who are not in their shoes, who seem to have an opinion, um, about what they should or shouldn't be doing or how, you know, this is, well, that's, I would never do that. I would do this. And it's like, you don't know that. You don't know that because you didn't have your life ripped out from underneath you. So you don't know. So your opinions are irrelevant. <laughs> and so you can hear, um, and I apologize, you know, I don't mean to come off abrasive, but this is a sensitive subject for me because I know what it feels like. And I've seen a lot of people be very mistreated by friends and family and, um, for, for wanting to find some kind of happiness again. And it's, it's hard. It hurts. It hurts to think that, you know, cause like in my situation, it would hurt me really bad to find out that somebody was like upset at me because I'm dating somebody because I have a girlfriend because I've fallen in love again. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't still love Lacey. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't do anything to change that Lacey's gone, but this, you know, but these are weird thoughts because we're in a weird life. We, you know, being widowed is weird. Um, maybe that would have been a good, you know, name for this podcast, weird widows. Um, well widowed, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it would break my heart to know that it hurt somebody because like I was a great husband to Lacey and I fought hard. I fought really hard. And I mean, I would, I would stand up and say that I went further than, um, than, than many husbands would. And I, I fought, I fought very, very hard to save my wife and, um, I proved my love. So this wasn't my choice. It wasn't what I wanted. It's now been two years and I want happiness. I want my kids to have a mother. And of course, of course, I wish Lacey um, could be the one to raise them. But again, these aren't my choices. And so I just, I feel like a lot of you listening from a lot of questions I've gotten, we've gotten, um, understand what I'm talking about that, you know, a lot of people want to weigh in on what you should or shouldn't be doing. Um, but the main thing is, Thank God they don't know. Because we don't want that. I don't want anybody to have to go through this and then say, oh, like, now I see what you were talking about. Like, I don't want anybody. I'd rather 
I'd rather them um, remain ignorant than have to, and ignorance a harsh word, but, um, you know, just for the sake of spinning it out, I'd rather them remain ignorant than having to feel this, having to go through this. Um, that would be very sad um, to watch a friend go through this uh, as they watched me go through it. Um, you know, I had uh, one of my friends said, man, like, it's so great to see you happy again, because I've seen you over the past. Gosh, it's been, you know, Lacey got diagnosed in the beginning or not diagnosed, excuse me. She started having issues in the beginning of 2019. Um, it's now 2022. That's crazy. It's coming up on 2023. Um, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And, um, since, since my world changed and, uh, I want to find happiness and I, I want to find love and laughter and I'm enjoying it. I'm greatly enjoying finding, um, an incredible, amazing, sweet woman who, really, really understands um, the difficulties in this life because she's also walking it. And she's, you know, about four months behind me in her grief. And um, we really have been an incredible blessing to one another um, because we, we both, um, we both grieve the loss of our marriages and of course of our spouses and we have that understanding that it's okay to fall in love with each other and it takes time you know it takes time to this doesn't happen overnight um i've been with her for just about five months now um see how mysterious she is <laughs> um but it's been it's been incredible and it's been a huge blessing and i've had a lot of people praying for me that i would find that and um you know, I look forward to the day. Maybe I can do another one of these by myself sometime to not, you know, so I'm not hogging the time from Michelle, but um, I would love to share the incredible story about how we met and just how much it just felt like God just brought us to each other for this season because we were the right person that each other needed. Um, you know, I was, I was prepared to be patient in a way that, most men wouldn't be that I was able to, um, well, I'll save all this stuff for another time and not get into that. But, um, you know, I was, I was really the man that she needed, um, in order to start to feel again. And she was the woman that I needed in order to start to feel again. Um, and I tried, as you know, if you've been listening for a while, I have, um, I had dated somebody else for a short while and, um, you know, that didn't, um, my heart wasn't in the right place and I wasn't ready yet. And it just wasn't the right relationship. And, um, but now, now it's very different. It's, it's very different. And, uh, so anyways, um, I, I just, you know, getting back to the point that we want to show, we want to show people grace. Um, we also want them, I want the, like, I wanted people to understand that, Sometimes I might want to laugh and sometimes I might want to cry. And just because I was laughing yesterday doesn't mean I won't be crying tomorrow. Um, sorry, Michelle's not here to tell me to turn my phone down and get mad at me. So <laughs> sorry about the alarm. Um, I think it's going to go off again in a minute. 
whatever. Um, so, you know, just because I laughed yesterday, doesn't mean I'm not going to cry tomorrow. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to laugh the next day. It doesn't mean that I'm going to laugh at your joke and not be running into a corner and crying in five minutes. And more so I'm talking about, you know, in the beginning. And for those of you in the beginning, um, I, I didn't like the idea that people were um, influencing how I thought I should feel. Um, sometimes I felt like people thought I should be happier. Sometimes I felt like people thought I should be more sad. And, um, you know, you, you just got to, gosh, it's so hard, but like, you have to not let that influence you. And you just have to, and that's one of those things I wish people knew that like, just whatever you feel, it's okay. And that kind of goes back to what I was um, sharing with the person who messaged us earlier is uh, the way to be there and support them, um, support your daughter is to tell her that like, whatever she feels is okay. And um, that if she just wants to lay in bed and cry all day, that's okay. If she wants to go take her kids out to Chuck E. Cheese, I don't know if that's a thing all over the country or if, you know, nobody here knows what Chuck E. Cheese is. Well, I know we have uh, quite a few listeners in California. Um, a lot of my friends actually from back home and uh, a lot of the ladies that went to our church. Um, so if that's you, hello. And uh, thanks for listening. Um, but anyways, you know, if you want to take your kids out to Chuck E. Cheese and laugh and watch them, you know, jump in the the ball pit or play video games or whatever, that should be okay too. And um, so the main thing I would want people to know is that moving forward doesn't mean moving on. It doesn't mean forgetting them. I feel like I was just talking about this. I feel like moving forward is what we're stuck with. It's a, it's a um, frame of mind versus uh, moving on is something you decide. Um, for instance, if you, you know, you, you, you go through a breakup or you get divorced or something, you have to decide to move on. Um, and so they're different. So it doesn't mean that we don't love our spouses anymore. I still love Lacey. I still miss Lacey and I will, um, because she was an amazing woman who was very, very worthy of being loved forever. And, um, so anyways, that's uh, your mark thoughts for today. Um, just wanted to get something out there and um, just share some content with you guys. And so, um, Michelle, would you like to... Oh, wait, she's not here. Anyways, um, <laughs> you know, just picture what Michelle would say right now. Give us a little bing, five stars. Um, oh, Michelle just texted me, actually. Let's see. I'm going to throw her on blast right now. I have 20. I have a couple minutes. Oh, okay. Well, she's going to be home tomorrow night, so we might record again. Um, but anyways, so yeah, just picture Michelle telling you where to find us and, you know, widow too soon M at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and then I think if I remember right, she says, and go to Apple podcasts and give us a little bing five stars. And, uh, leave us a review, let people know that you're listening or something. I don't remember how she says it. We all know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, so thanks for listening. And I'm going to pray for us all. Father God, I just, uh, I thank you so much for um, helping me get through this time um, and that I hope I recorded. Um, but Lord, I, I just pray, especially particularly for those that are in the beginning right now. Um, and they're just going through this funky, dark, 
dark, dark place. And um, I, I pray, Lord, that you would be there um, with them and that you would carry them through and and let them see where Michelle and I are at um, as as hopeful hopefulness and um, that, you know, that they're that this isn't the rest of their life, that they are only in a season right now. And I pray that you would let them feel that, that this, no matter how heavy and how hard it hits, that this is a season. This is not the rest of their lives, even though it feels like that, Lord. And I, I pray that you would give them just a, just a, just a good, just hit their soul with like some hopefulness right now of like, you know, that this is just a season. And, um, uh, Lord, I just, I pray for all of us. This is such a hard walk. And I pray that you would bless us all with, um, strength, humility, love, laughter, and joy. Um, and I thank you so much, Lord, for the healing that you have provided to my heart. It is great. Um, and it feels so, so great to not be in that dark, horrible, lonely place. Um, and I just thank you for that. I thank you for your faithfulness and carrying me through. Um, it's in Jesus name always that we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. And, um, you folks are a wonderful audience and, uh, you know, a lot of you have been with us for a really long time. Those of you that are new, we'd just like to welcome you. And, um, you know, you can listen back to, we have about 54 or so episodes now. Um, you can listen back anytime and, uh, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.